0: Welcome to CUCC's Sermons for Everyone. No matter who you are or where you find yourself on life's journey, we're glad you've tuned in, and we hope you find meaning in this week's sermon. So here's the scenario. You're mingling at church following the service, you are walking the aisles of Costco, you are taking a lap around your favorite park, or maybe you're sweating it out at the gym, and you see someone's approaching you. They're smiling, and you totally recognize their smile, but for the life of you, you can't recall their name. Right, it's, a, it's right on the tip of your tongue, but it is miles away, and it isn't getting any closer. No big deal, until they greet you by name. Right, and now you're stuck responding, hey, bud, right, hey, girl. It's the worst. It doesn't feel good. You simultaneously feel bad for them and how forgettable they are, and you don't feel good about yourself, right? For not being better with names, and so you end up spending the whole interaction stressing out about trying to remember, and you, you completely miss out on what, what you're talking about. Ironically, making that conversation even more forgettable. It's good to see you, bud. Can't wait till next time. It's the worst. And you know why that interaction it stinks so much, is because chemically speaking, there is no better sound than the hearing of your own name. It's true, a flood of feel-good hormones mixed with a spike in brain activity. It pulls us into a happy place when we hear our name spoken. It's just a couple letters arranged to make a familiar sound and yet it's so much more than that right and and well nothing quite gets us like our own name the names of loved ones that can stir things in us too right their name when we hear it yeah and even if it's a, completely out of context Right, We hear their name in a, a song lyric or in a, a conversation that's about someone else. It's still their name. It still does something to you. It's just a couple letters arranged to make a familiar sound, and yet it seems to like carry with it everything that a person is. It's, it's like all their stuff wrapped up in a word. And then when we lose that person, in my personal experience, that name, their name, it it becomes even more powerful. And I don't know if it's because we just don't hear it spoken as often as we once did or or if it's because of all the, the new layers of, of loss and, and grief that gets attached to it. But that name, their name, it's all at the same time. It, it is weighty and wonderful and tormenting and life-giving and emotion-sucking. And it's, it's the past and it's a, a changed future. It's, it's a lot. There's a lot wrapped up in their name. And so this Sunday we take time to sit with their names. Right? The names of those we have both loved and lost. We we write their names, we have a chance to speak their names, we hear their names. And it is a lot. You'll notice I already point out you'll notice that there are white crosses at the end of each pew and and pencils. In a second, the choir is going to lead us in a musical meditation. And while they're singing, I invite you to write your names on the, white, on the cross. Write the names, the, the powerful names of those you have lost. And then when you're done, hold them close as, as the music continues to fill the space whether you have one name to write down or several, whether that name brings a smile to your face or, or the pain's too deep, the best you can do is write down a single letter. It's okay. We're in this moment together. Friends, will you join me in remembering some of our names? Hear these words selected from Hebrews chapter 11 and 12. Now, faith. Faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was made out of what was visible. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as an inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise, by faith, even Sarah, who was past childbearing age, was enabled to bear children because she considered him faithful, who had made the promise. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau in regards to their future. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of Joseph's sons and worshiped as he leaned on the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph When his end was near, spoke about the exodus of the Israelites from Egypt and gave instructions concerning the burial of his bones. By faith, Moses' parents hid him for three months after he was born because they saw he was no ordinary child and they were not afraid of the king's edict. By faith, Moses When he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. By faith, the people passed through the Red Sea as on dry land. But when the Egyptians tried to do so, they were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell after the army had marched around them seven days. By faith, the prostitute Rahab, because she welcomed the spies, was not killed with those who were disobedient. And what more shall I say? I do not have time to tell about Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, about David, Samuel, and the prophets who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, and gained what was promised. These were all commended for their faith, yet none of them received what had been promised, since God had planned something better for us, so that only together with us would they be made perfect. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witness, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame. And now is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. That, my friends, is a long list of names. And if you've been coming around CUCC for the past three years, you'll likely recognize most of those names. And if you recognize the names, you might even remember some of their stories. And if you remember some of their stories, you'll recall that they were all far, far, far from perfect it's a long list of names remembered and recalled not because they were perfect but because they tried they tried to do what was right they they tried to love others they tried to hold on to hope and grace and joy they tried to listen for the promptings of the spirit for the promptings in their own heart They tried to have faith in a God they could not see. It's a list of of names of the saints, of real people, the, the gifted and flawed people that we all come from. And today we hear their names as well. The great cloud of witness. Like them, we're all a mix of strength and weakness. We're all a mix of of overreactions and and peaceful presence. And our people, our our names, are the same. They don't have to be perfect to be written down on our crosses to be remembered. They just have to be our people. Our names. Friends, I'd like to lead us in a prayer. And as I do, I'll leave a moment of silence for you to, to speak some of your names. It's okay if multiple people end up speaking at the same time. It's okay if you, you say more than one name. And it's okay if you can't bring yourself to speak a name at all. It's, it's an opportunity to, to be heard, to speak And I encourage you to allow yourself to feel the feelings associated with this moment. There are no right or wrong ways to feel. As I already said, we've all experienced different amounts and types of loss and we're all in different places in our journey with grief. So grant yourself permission to be moved, to be stoic, to be sad, to be grateful, it's all okay. There is a lot tied up in those letters, tied up in that familiar sound they make. And so as the body of Christ, the family of God, the church, let us be present to those sounds together. Let us pray. eternal God of faith, hope, and love, we give you thanks. We give you thanks for all the saints who ever worshipped you, whether in grand sanctuaries or back alleys, sitting in pews or just out for a walk. We give thanks for the nursing home beds, the hiking trails, the office parks, the dinner tables, all places where your presence has been felt and your love made known. Especially today, we give thanks for those who have died, for the witness of those saints, dreamers and builders, gentle souls, passionate leaders, We give thanks for all those who have tried to live by your love. We give you thanks for those who have run the race of faith before us and and now surround us like a a cloud, a cloud of witness, like a a presence of love and faithfulness that holds us up. We give thanks for those who taught us the faith, those who spoke, Your truth in the face of injustice, those who cared for the weak and the suffering, and those whom we loved and cherished most. It is for all of them that we give thanks and that we now remember. Everlasting God, bless the memories of your saints that we may learn from them, love like them, and remember them. Amen.